This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV, it's the Hey Pal Podcast. Hey Pal. Hey Pal. <laughs> with Jared and Davo. All right, super, super fired up about today's episode because of today's guest. Why are you, why are you yelling right now? Because I'm so fired up oh my gosh. that you, mm-hmm. my friend, mm-hmm. <clears throat> thank you for calling me are wearing a 76ers Allen Iverson jersey because your team, the Dallas Cowboys, if you can call them a team, lost to my beloved Philadelphia look, Eagles look, it's not, it, on Sunday. Yeah, it's not fair, Dave, okay, that I had to make this bet and deliver on this bet with a third-string quarterback. Well, okay? you made the bet. Did you Did you think when we now made the bet live. that Ben DiNucci was going to be my quarterback? You made your bet, and now you lie in it. And now, well, that's what I, well, then and how it about looks, we make, It looks great on oh, you. Oh, thanks, thanks. It looks great yeah, on you, I'm Paul. really glad that while we have the 2011 NBA champion Sean Marion yes, the on Matrix, show. Yes, The Matrix. Which I'm familiar with. I don't know about of you. Of course, because you were Dallas freaking yeah, that is, cheerleader yeah. or whatever. No, the well, heck it was. Actually, that just a ball gave, that, no, for no, the Mavericks. No, no, no. Cheerleader was fine. That just gave me an idea. Why don't we make another oh, bet okay. right here on the air? Uh-huh. Hey, pal podcast. Yes. And the loser mm-hmm. has to dress up in a cheerleading outfit and, and, and wear it on the show. Yeah, because here's the thing. Unlike you, I will never wear a Cowboys jersey. Well, I'm not wearing Ever. an Eagles jersey. Ever. No, you're wearing a sick... I, I would never... Eh, Mavericks jersey. Yeah, you wear a Mavericks jersey. I respect it. Yeah, Nitsky. see? Um, well, now you're, now you're out of a Mavericks jersey. Now you're wearing... This is what we're doing, okay? Okay. 
the next time they play, uh-huh. I don't even care that I'm gonna have a eighth string quarterback. Yes. Jerry Jones might be throwing, you know, okay. the balls for the next for the time Cowboys. You guys play, yep. Yeah. Now next time we play, I get the point spread at least. Okay. okay. It's not straight up. Okay. I get the point spread. Cowboys. So you already know the Cowboys are going to be underdogs. I've got a I've got a ninth string quarterback. You're, playing. You already know that. You Go have ahead. Carson Wentz, who was terrible, and your and your starter. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Here's the bet, mm-hmm. so that we can get to our interview, Dave. Okay. I get Cowboys plus the points. Mm-hmm. It will be at Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I win, mm-hmm. you show up to whoever next guest we have at that time. Actually, it'll probably be around in January, so we're probably going to have like a JJ Watt on the show on that time, right? Okay. And in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it for JJ. We'll just make it for a specific guest. When JJ Watt comes on this show, okay. If I win, you wear a cheerleading outfit and you do the whole podcast in a cheerleading outfit. Do we have a deal? As long as it works with my feeding tube. <laughs> I well, we're all hoping that you're not sick by then. Dave. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. It will, it, it, it will work with it. What do I have to do? You you putting me in a cheerleading outfit? Uh, yeah. Okay, so there we go. Cowboys okay. win with the spread. You wear a cheerleading outfit. Eagles win with the spread. Perfect. I wear one for the JJ Watt episode. Perfect. All right, we made a deal. Great. So now that we have all that, as Kyle is clapping, great. Uh, Kyle's like, why did I have to listen to all that? Let's talk about our guest. All right, our next guest played 16 seasons in the National Basketball Association. He's a four-time All-Star. He led the league in steals. He's also an NBA champion that won the title in 2011. For what team, With Dave? Jared's favorite what team, team the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, sir. Uh, he also has one of the greatest nicknames in the history of sports. My pal, Sean the Matrix Marion. Sean, what's up, buddy? We're doing a quarantine edition. <laughs> all, all the editions have been quarantined, and it's funny because when we started the show, Jared's like, I, I want the show to be current. You know what I mean? With what's going on. And at first, we weren't going to talk about the pandemic or quarantine. And now we're like, you know, six months later and we're still in it, which is crazy. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, you're going to be going for probably another six months. Yeah, <laughs> we, we probably are. Dave, can I make one suggestion, please? You may. I know we already started recording, but from now on, when you refer to Sean, you refer to him as champ. A- as that's, champ. That's all I want. That's all I want for this. Interview. All right. I like yeah. that, oh. champ. I like that. <laughs> all right, champ. Fair enough, champ. <laughs> so let's start. Let's start with the champ. Yes. Okay. Um, champ, if you had the number one pick in the draft right now, Dave and I often argue over like, do we want a winner now? Or would we, you know, at, AKA like a LeBron James where we get him for like one more year and we might, we might get ourselves, you know, in a good position to get a chip. Or do we want someone who's going to be on our team for the next seven or eight years, but they're not ready for a chip now, but they might be in a couple of years. Who would you take as the number one pick if you could have anybody for what are we calling it? Five seasons? Five seasons, any player on any team. And again, my answer comes from being a lowly Sixers fan, and I just want one championship. I don't care about three and four years or three and five years. I want one. So that's how I base my pick. But how would you do it, champ? So if I'm picking currently off the current player at the NBA right now, but basically you're saying, right? Current yeah, guys in the NBA GM. right now. If I'm starting a team. I guess I guess depends on what my uh, my team uh, consists of right now and what position my team is based off my pick. Because if I'm already a playoff contender and I'm already positioned to to make some things happen, I'm I'm one piece away or yeah one one piece away. Uh, I mean it, it decides on who I'm going after. But if I'm not one piece away, and I'm building around. And so I guess it's all a lot of these 
of the, these top picks to predicate on what the position your team is in. So for me right now, if I'm starting a team right now, based off the NBA right now, I'm going for right in the air, and all the players right now are currently in the position right now, the health-wise right now, it's almost kind of hard not to start with uh, a Giannis. All right, because, there we go. All because right. he's still young, and he's a two-time MVP right now, and – and you can go find certain things that he needs to put around him to try and make him successful. I love it. I love it. That's a great answer. We couldn't, we couldn't get the answer out of Bob. He couldn't talk about I it. Mean, no, so but the champ can talk about the it. The champ can talk about it. We had Bob Myers, the Golden State Warriors gym, and he's not allowed because it would be tampering. Um, but I, I think, I mean, how can you go wrong with uh, the Greek freak? I mean, that's Well, a, listen, that's you know, it's kind of hard to say not. I mean, people will say Braun, but Braun is almost basically towards the end of his career right now. You know, so. Yeah. Um. Giannis is in the middle of it and is probably one of the youngest, the youngest uh, in, in prime shape right now. I mean, Braun is in shape too. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of guys in great shape right now. But when you're talking about right now, currently, if I'm looking at the next five to five to seven years, this has to be Giannis. Yeah, yeah. Giannis is is in great shape, a physical specimen, and he has the better hairline between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots, <laughs> Shots fired. fired. Shots fired. I, I will say before we go on to the next question, yes. I, I just want to say, because I, I often talk about this with, with a lot of my friends, is that I feel like, look, I love the Giannis pick, but I just feel like when I watch Giannis play, I don't have somebody that can deliver me a chip anyways. I, I have somebody that has a great regular season, and, and we fear him, you know, fear the deer, all that. My boy Andre would be so proud of fear the deer. But it's it's that... It's that once we get to the playoffs, champ, he, he he doesn't have that championship DNA. Should I say teams are dropping back and just saying, go uh, ahead and shoot. So so that's that's so 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer that question real quick for you. So when you you think about personnel and heart and character of a person, yeah, like you know I I, I respect that. But last time I checked, basketball is a team sport, so you need all those other guys around you delivering. You can go out and get 50 points and still lose. What yep. difference does it make? And, yep. and lose champion and lose game. So that doesn't happen. You you ain't gonna go as far as your teammates and your bench take you. So yep. so look look the NBA. One of the things that made that makes a lot of these teams so special. And take the Lakers who just won it. They taught, they started their stars was awesome, right? But their bench carried them though. Like their bench Rondos, the Kuzmas, them come. Everybody guys coming. The supporting cast actually prevailed them, put them over the top. You know what I'm saying? And that's what separates a lot of teams, an understanding of how to win a championship. A lot of times, most championships, a majority of all championships are not won just on starting five. It's, it's the reserves that, that play a big part in carrying them over and, and winning a game or two, helping them stay consistent and, and keeping that, that, that pressure on, on, on the teams. And, yeah. and Dave, I believe that the reserves played a key part in 2011. Kyle, can you look up who won it in 2011? Oh, that's right. It was the Dallas Mavericks, Dave. Yes, the, the, the Mavericks won it in 2007. Um, and I will say this about you make a great point, uh, Champ, because, you know, it showed in Game 7 because – the Heat, Jimmy Butler had literally given everything he had, and he had no game six. Game six, left Dave. Game six. In, in game six, I apologize. In game six, he had nothing left, and he really had no help because their bench was way outplayed, you know, by the Laker bench. And you know, you had incredible play from a veteran like Rajon Rondo, who lifted his game for. No, game you're six, right. And, and so. look to 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 Champs' point, not not, not Sean Champ. No. To no. Champ's point, <laughs> it's the same thing when we go make movies, right? Yes. Like, you can have a lead of your film, and I'll take 
I'll take one of our leads of the last of our film because I can talk about that. And it's not calling anybody out, but you know, we had uh call Wesley Snipes, you know, and Ethan Hawke and, and they, they may be good and the audience may go and watch him and go, yeah, they were good, but the other people didn't do their job, which then the movie fell apart and the movie wasn't great. So the whole movie, he, you know, the champ is right. The whole movie yeah. needs to be great for it to succeed or else it's just individual accolades and we're not playing an individual sport. We're playing a team sport. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to our next question. So you played uh, your last season of college ball. You played one season there at UNLV in its heyday. And I want to know UNLV is one of the most most treacherous cities in the country. You know, there's a lot of temptation. There's a lot of forks in the road where you can go the wrong way. How did playing ball... <laughs> At UNLV that last college season, <laughs> how did that prepare you for the NBA and give you an advantage as the number nine pick in the draft that year? How did that Dang. give you an advantage? That ain't what you want to know. You want to know what <laughs> <laughs> Tell, the Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth, champ. So no. So so no, in all respect, um, <laughs> Like, uh, my last season, you know, I was a junior. So, I, technically, I really wasn't – I wasn't able to be in the clubs and in, in the um, and the casinos because I wasn't legal. Technically. I wasn't 21. <laughs> you said yeah, technically. technically. I, I was I, – I mean, you, you can walk through and occasionally stop and check on something, but you can't really – you can't really – I really couldn't be in a casino because uh, I wasn't old enough. So, right. Uh, but they, they don't know if I was staying there or not So at the time. Though. So, but uh, for the most part, though, like, man, I was focused, though. Man, I was hungry. You know, when you – when you know – you about to take this next step in your in your in your in your career and in your life, man. You know, all you all you thinking about that is that bigger that bigger picture, and that's what you want. You make sure it, it curves the appetite. You know, yeah. and, uh, being in Vegas for the fights and all this stuff, I had a chance to to reflect on them days back then because of fights. When fights were in Vegas during my college years, though, back early in my career, oh, it was it was a whole different different um, different atmosphere back then when it is now. It ain't yeah. nowhere near like it was back in the day. Right. You know, and I think it. I think with social media and how all that stuff and, and and raised the bar and and just made things just kind of like like almost like a fantasy kind of somewhat now more than reality. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, man, it was uh, I mean it was it was a who's who time in Vegas when when fights were in town. You know, yeah. and a lot of times people came in town for fights. They would come to Thomas and Mac and see us play. You know, what I'm saying because we was playing during the time of the year that a lot of fights took place, and it was it was pretty spectacular though. And uh, it was it was a great time, man. Yeah, and that, and that was that was the heyday of boxing. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's when some of the greatest fights took place back then. And now, you know, now it's a little bit more about the UFC. I think Wilder and Fury are trying to bring, you know, boxing back to the mainstream. But look how hyped we are now on this upcoming fight with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. And these guys are in their 50s now. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one way to care. put it. <laughs> I, said, uh, I said this on a... <laughs> When well, message one day on social media, I was like, "Man, I just sit there and watch Mike Tyson work out right now. Ain't no way in hell I'm getting in the ring with him. I don't yeah. care. I don't care what you pay me. I'm not getting in the ring with him. He's an absolute <laughs> savage, an absolute beast. Man, his workouts right now, I kid you not, I, I almost feel like he can almost compete for a championship right now, the world heavyweight championship right now at yeah. F50. Like the way he's working out right now." Like I, I really feel like he possibly can knock somebody out. No, <laughs> no, no jokes aside. Like I think he can probably knock one of the top top fighters out right now. He, he's a very scary individual. He has one of the greatest quotes of all time, where people say, 
he says everybody has a plan until they get hit and then the plan goes out the window you know what i mean yeah. and that yes, that applies sir. to every sport i mean of course the heat in game six had a plan until they got hit the lakers had that amazing you know first quarter and that was that was kind of game over don't go anywhere hey pal we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Champ, uh, often, oftentimes in, in our business, in the, in the movie business, you know, if a movie is massively successful, we're going to make sure that a sequel happens, right? The, 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 the fans, 
the people that paid the tickets to go see it in the in the theater they want to see another one if it's really good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you have movies like terminator godfather even dumb and dumber you know which was just one of the most epic comedies and they're, they're making a coming to america actually the sequel right now uh, i heard about that yep Yep. So they they eventually give you know uh, you get a sequel. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. All, all all of it. My my question for you is, you were a box office hit on the 2011 Dallas Mavericks team, and huh? that was the massive hit here. But we didn't get a chance to see a sequel. The next That's year true. we didn't we we didn't get a chance. So what did that what did that feel like? Kind of being you know in our in our hybrid world you were you know one of the leads and one of the cast members what did that feel like to not be able to return to set with your cast members and give it another you know go as a sequel oh i mean we talk about this all the time though you know just to have a another another chance to go go back and try to repeat just to have that chance and opportunity but you know um i mean even even cuban uh you know he, he, he admitted it, like man he, he wish he probably would would have would have tried to keep the team together but what happened was we had quite a few free agents right there right. and you know once you win that championship your your um your ticket goes up and like it was almost it was really almost impossible for them to keep everybody together because you know every, we got everybody got championships on their belts and a lot of guys looking for that last deal to arrive to the sunset or it was an opportunity for them to get their biggest deal that they ever had you know what i'm saying and with with the way the team was built man it was it, it, it kind of it was messed up because um but I mean, it was just a special time. We wish we did have a chance to bring everybody back, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. But we we're, we're bonded together for life, and uh, we we had we had a great and magical run that you know, saying that shook up the world, and it was uh, it was pretty awesome doing it. So, champ, aside from CB from Karam Butler, who's a buddy of mine, aside mm -hmm. from him because he didn't get to play in the playoffs, if you guys yeah. come back in 2012, let me get your honest opinion of how far, how deep you guys go, because obviously. The next year was when the Thunder represented the West in the finals and got to play the Heat, and then the Heat beat them and finally won that that first title with LeBron and Dwayne. How far how far do you guys go if you have the whole crew? Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's possible we 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 can probably um go back. I mean back to we was back. able to stay healthy. <laughs> we stay healthy and um yeah, I mean at that point we knew we was uh I mean Regardless of what everybody else is saying, you know, one of the things I've, I've come to realize, though, the media creates a narrative, and whatever the media, the narrative the media creates, we eat it up. We buy into it. We start. We it sinks into to a way where we start believing that bullshit. Yep. So it, it kind of sucks because you know I think I think being a being a basketball player and being uh, an advocate fan as well, you know, and and, and understanding the game and after playing this game the way I play it at this high level, you know. I think uh, we have a, a, some some intake and some some actual facts about it more than just uh, than than uh, than guessing um, and the conclusions that everybody come up with just seeing stuff from just visually looking at stuff. You know, I think uh, we we have a feel of the game that nobody really can talk about and nobody really can experience because we actually in in the trenches out there. But it's not saying people don't know the game. I'm not. I've never said that, but it's a, it's a part of the game. That the only way you really truly can understand what somebody's going through is if you're in the heat of the battle. You know what I'm saying? No, it's so, it, it's it, it's very true. And to speak about the media, Dave, because I still have this picture on my phone from 2011, is when they played the Portland Trailblazers in the first round, right? 
uh, I think it was nine out of ten analysts had the Trailblazers upsetting the Mavs in the first round. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was the first round. And it's just well, like you're. You're right. They create this narrative, like you said, champ. That you know, and then people buy into it, and, 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 and everybody keep thinking it. They, they, so they keep repeatedly saying it. We start believing it because they keep saying it. I'm like, I don't care what y'all say. I'm not agreeing with y'all. Saying. I don't care. Like that's yeah. what y'all think. I don't. I'm like, what we're doing is we ain't buying to that bullshit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's the, that's, the, that's the truth of it, though. And they are wrong. They yeah. are not right about everything. Well, we talk about it. At the end it. of the day, they're just making a guess. You don't know what somebody do. You know, one of the things I love about Cuban and one of the things he said, he said, he said, great teams, you know what I'm saying, make it to the championship typically, right? Hot teams win championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. every sport. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of times, the best team throughout the year don't always win the championship. Right. I mean, that's what happened last year in baseball with the Washington Nationals. They really had no yeah. business winning the World Series, and they mm-hmm. just got hot. And yeah. they went through everybody. But, again, the run that you guys had was one of the greatest of all times in terms of the teams you guys beat. Oh, it's, it, by the way, by the way, it's no doubt the greatest. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I argue Bro, with people. down. Like, yeah. people don't, so, you know what you just said? Yeah. Think about this. People don't realize how good that Portland Trailblazers team was. Yeah. They was deep. Yeah. That was, they that were was, deep. That was, that was, was we like, were seeing Brandon Roy dropping 30 and 40 on people. <laughs> man, he was he wasn't healthy. I mean, I love Brandon Roy. He wasn't really 100%, but they had a deep team, though. They had a lot of guys that were, were talented, and they had a deep – they had very – they had one of the deep – that offensive side on paper, they probably had the probably the second-best team in the, in the league. Right. Yeah, yeah no, I, t- I tell everybody – Second, third-best team in the league. Yeah, I tell everybody it's one of the greatest runs because you got second round where we had no business. I say we now, you know. I mean, you know. It's, yeah, it's you think it's you're part thing. of the team. I it's know. A, it's a we thing. Come on. Is <laughs> you know, we're we're sitting there playing the 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 Lakers who are going, you know, for a three peat and we sweep them. Yep. So you got you got and by the way, they're healthy, right? You yep. got you got Kobe, you got Powell, you got Gasol, you, I mean every, everybody out there. And then you go into the next round and you got to play Three MVPs, yep. right? You got to play Durant. You got to play Harden. You got to play Westbrook. By the way, they still had Serge Ibaka. Yeah. They had Nick Collison. They had everybody. And then you go to the chip, and you got to play Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James. That is the great. That is, that will be the greatest. I don't think anybody can top that run. I don't think so either. Yeah, that, that, was, that was definitely something special. I got a, a quick question about that team. We asked Mark Cuban this. Who who was the best dressed player on that team, Sean? <laughs> who was best dressed? <laughs> of course, he's gonna say me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also was really into. Uh, he liked. Uh, I guess Tyson wore a lot of hats, right? Tyson, Tyson did. Tyson could, and then Pager dressed nice too. Though, so I would say we was probably the three best on the team. Okay, <laughs> I love it. All right, now moving on. Um, in pop culture and in entertainment, there have been some great nicknames. You had Old Blue Eyes, which was Frank Sinatra. You had The Duke, which was John Wayne. You had The Rock, which is Dwayne Johnson. You have one of the greatest nicknames in the history of sports that was given to you by Kenny the Jet Smith because of your athleticism and versatility. Give me three other great NBA nicknames, in your opinion. Oh, I mean, I mean, how can you not say half man, half amazing? Yeah. I mean, of course, Kobe, Black Mamba. Yeah. And you know who else? Uh, Man, you know, who got got another great nickname? Uh, I mean, the Greek Freak's a great nickname. 
I like it, but it's... <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the mailman. Uh, you know what? Carmelo's name, the mailman, was actually pretty good. That's, That's actually good. really good. Actually. Yeah, because he delivered. That's a great nickname. Yeah, mailman was pretty uh, good. I'm trying to think of the other one. Half man, half head. amazing. Is I mean, half incredible. man, half amazing was yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Now, what was that like? Because you were you were so recognized by that, you know, and it must have been incredible everywhere that you went. It was like Matrix, Matrix, Matrix. I mean, I know some people that don't even call you Sean. You know, they call you Matrix, and now now we call you Champ. Yeah, you better call him but, Champ. You know. Uh, what, what was that like? It's almost like heroic, you know, it's like you're a superhero. You know, it's, um, it's funny you say that, you know, uh, as, as I reflect on how it happened back early in my career, you know, I actually got the nickname, the first preseason game I ever played. So, and it just, it just, I was, I was going places. And like you said, everybody was like matrix matrix. And then, you know, it just, it just took off. I started re- referring to myself in third and third person too. So, <laughs> you did so, in interviews. I mean, like, Oh, like, uh, no game time stuff, joking around with the, my teammates and stuff. Though I started referring to myself third person. No, it was kind of funny. <laughs> I just took it to another level, but it was, it was really cool. Uh, but, um, you know, I think uh, you know it's it's uh it was it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cool. I mean, you gotta say it's pretty dope to be to get a nickname that it, it becomes a household nickname and everybody look at you and as they call you. And uh, it's very rare. Most most nicknames don't don't stick around. I mean, yeah. we I, we forgot about Shaq Diesel. I like Diesel. Diesel that was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Pierce, the truth, the truth. Yeah. I like that one too. Yep. So I mean. Um, it's just, it just, um, it just, it just varies. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, for everybody, it has a different feel because, you know, I ain't nobody. Typically, most nicknames you ain't really gonna call nobody, but yeah. um, we can we can say it on, on air or, or on podcasts or interviews and stuff, sarcastically joking around and stuff. But when people would start referring to you, like, you know, saying like calling you that, you know, name, like, you know, it's a lot easier to say Matrix or Tricks. You know what I'm saying? And it is to say certain other nicknames. So they yeah. go like half man, half Mason. You know what I'm saying? The truth, the truth. You can yell that out. But you know, or the diesel, diesel, diesel. I mean, yeah. like certain ones you can't. Man, 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 man. Certain ones you can say if it's one word. But when you start hitting the two and three words, it's yeah. a little bit too complicated. <laughs> no, that that's awesome. And it's got to be really awesome for your son, too, to be able to, you know, his pops is the Matrix. That's so cool. Yeah, he he ain't calling me that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to make him call you daddy. champ from now on. <laughs> daddy, daddy, no, no, just daddy. Daddy's enough for me right now. <laughs> there you daddy. go. Don't go anywhere. Hey, pal, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The champ grew up in Illinois, uh, and he's a massive Cubs fan. I mean, to the point where he has a he has a, a, a home court. He's got a Cubs logo in the center of his court. He doesn't have a Matrix logo. He doesn't have a Champ logo. He has a Cubs logo. <laughs> so I do have a Matrix logo. It's a Matrix on there too. And we'll there's a Matrix on there too. For you as a fan, because you've been able to climb the mountain as a player, you won the championship as a player. As a fan, what was that experience like seeing the team that you love so much? You know, because not a lot of people get to see you know win a championship and then they see their favorite team win a championship. What what was that like? You for know. You? You know, they. You know, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all guys like this. You know, what's you know what's special about uh, being a fan of a sport? You know, because uh, you you kind of, if you are a true fan of a team, regardless of if the team is doing good or bad, you gonna support them, right? And you feel you you almost feel their aches and their pains. You feel you're sick when they're sick. You're you're happy when they're happy. It's all it all kind of flows through you in a way. And you know, sitting there like. Watching them win it, man. You know, I was—I got a chance to be. I went to—I went to every that year in the, in the world in the, in the playoffs. I went to every game except for one because I had to go to a charity event. So I missed—I went to every home game on our World Series run. And when we won it on the road in um, in Cleveland, you know, I almost went to the game, but I was like, you know what? I, I had—I had my son that night. I could—I had to get a babysitter, so I went—I went—I went somewhere and watched it with some friends. So we have a little table, a little booth at the bar. 
Well, I tell you though, man, like, like something just shook a shot of me, man. I was like, oh my god, did we really just win? It almost, it almost <laughs> felt like, it almost felt like I when we won a championship. Like you don't realize it don't sink, it don't really truly sink in to maybe, maybe a, a a week later, or two weeks later, or a month later when you had time to reflect on what we just did. You know what I'm saying? How we did it. Yep. And and like. Like you know, when when I feel like when they won it, when the Cubs won it, I won another championship. So <laughs> I got two championship rings. <laughs> so well, I need, I need, I need to, I need to change my bio. I mean, to to two champions, to, I mean, two, to, 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 to two time champion. Like seriously. Well, I appreciate what you said about living and dying with your team because. The Benedict Arnold that's sitting next to me right now, I don't know if you see, he's wearing a Sixers jersey right now because he's a diehard Cowboys fan, but he's so disgusted with what's happening to his team that he's wearing Philly gear well, right let's, now. Well, let's, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Lost a bet. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's either lost a bet or you feel bad for your sick friend, okay? Dave, Dave's going through All a rough day. patch. All day, every day. I be there day. for Dave. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> I've never worn another jersey other than my own from my own teams or Mavericks. So I decided to throw I, I threw him a little bone today, champ. I threw him a bone. All right, two-time champ. It. A little love. A little, everybody needs a little love. Yeah, that, see? That's right. That's, that's right. All, thank you. All right, the so champ, with that. The champ realizes you need love. With that and with the champ's love for movies, okay. we will go into the Hey Pal playoff seating. This is an exciting part this is, of the Hey Pal this podcast. This is what the fans here at the Hey Pal podcast love the most. You have made it to the end, the end of the season, the end of the podcast, champ, and it is playoff time, baby. So we are going to seed these underdog movies and the reason we chose underdog movies for you champ is because like we talked about earlier on the podcast the Mavericks won the championship and we were the underdog in the second round the third round and then in the finals so Uh we wanted to give you the underdog so we've got here we go in the champ because we can't call him by the name not the not the name two-time champ two-time champ playoff seedings the number one seed versus the number eight seed who is advancing the one seed is Rocky the eighth seed is Tom Hanks's A League of Their Own. Champ, who is advancing? <laughs> Rocky. Rocky. Okay. Right. We've got our first pick. Rocky are, moves on. We are advancing Rocky. Okay. And I love A League of Their Own. I a love League that. I love that movie. It's a great movie. It's a great Dottie, movie. Dottie. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Oh, that's amazing. All right. Uh, the number two seed, one of the greatest basketball movies of all time, Hoosiers, versus the number seven seed, Creed. Oh, wow. So you're going basketball against yep. boxing. Yep. Oh, we, man. We've know, got Gene Hackman a, versus Michael B. Jordan. So, man, so I'm going to have to go Hoosiers. Oh, Hickory. Oh, Hickory. Hickory. <laughs> All right, that but that seemed tough for you, champ. So so we almost had a an upset on the road there. I feel well, there might be an upset this next round here. Yeah, it was close because of the you know what I'm saying. I think the comparison of the movies are too different. I think you should have been Creed against Rocky. That yeah, you got well, so then you gonna do basketball. You gonna do Hoosiers, and Hoosiers supposed to be the greatest sports movie ever, quote unquote, right? So I think. I think when you talk about one of the, I think that was a great movie. I, I, I can't consider Hooters as one of the greatest uh, sports movies ever. There's so many, 
and so many other movies that that played intricate parts in history and right. showed the the battles of, of racial tensions and racial profiling. Like remember the Titans, remember the Titans, battle yep. had, and then uh, oh, even the one with the um, Texas, the Texas movie, when when the Texas one, Glory when, Road. When, yes, yes. Like you got those. Like Glory Road was probably I think is more controversial than anything. Yep. When you come out, like one of the it should be going out as one of the best movies ever. Yeah. Why is Hoosiers supposed to go out? <laughs> it's because they agree well. No, what we we we, we, was... we let the fans, we let people email here. In we let at the, the fans hey podcast and they. Yeah, yeah. We, like, yeah, we, I'm just, I'm, I just want to know, like, you yeah. know, what no controversy really in that movie? You had a, you had, a, you had assistant coach that was drunk. They tried to get him off. <laughs> like, okay, you got, you, you basically trying to get a guy to play ball that you know what I'm saying they want to play for a coach. Yeah. What, what, what's so, what's so really controversial about that? Remember Not controversial, but I think uh, the one the one thing that does help that movie is Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman kills it in that. Kills yeah, it. In that. But, but I, I mean, but I agree with you. Remember the Titans. You can't say it's it's one of the greatest sports movies ever because there was no controversy really in it. Yeah. Remember, like, remember the, the Titans. Titans. You had you had a you had a predominantly a successful white coach, and Denzel came in and took his position, and if he lost, he was getting fired immediately. But yep. he won, and he got he integrated. White and black players to play and respect each other, and it took it left it left from the field to to the to the to the, in, in, their, in their regular lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It helped it helped merge the circles. And yeah. then then you go to Glory World. You had you had you had them break history, having the first all black team win the national championship. Yeah, you too. You know what I'm saying? To prove a point, because they thought that uh, black guys could not beat an all white team. You know. Yeah. And all these these things are challenges that that we faced and we, we don't want to admit in our country right now, but like those are, are, are trying times. Those what makes the movie so special because they had controversy in there that a lot of people can't, can't accept or want to adapt to or want to change to. Yeah. And that's what set the tone for what we, what, the stage of where we at right now in this country, you know, the, by opening them doors right there and everybody seeing it and putting in the context of how we can get along, how we can grow together and how this can work. That's what makes it. That's what makes it more special. You know right. what I'm saying? That's why I feel like those two movies are more way are way higher than Hoosiers. Don't get me wrong. I think Hoosiers is a good movie, but yeah. it ain't the you know, greatest sports movie of all time. I, I well, agree. And let me ask you this: between Glory Road and Remember the Titans, which would you give the nod to? Uh strong side. That's tough. Um, yeah. but Remember the Titans. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Coach Boone, baby. Yeah, Coach Boone. Well, look, champ, we can go back. You can we can take Hoosiers versus Creed, and you can let uh, and Creed could advance over Hoosiers, or are we sticking with Hoosiers? No, no, you can leave it the way it is. Okay. No. Okay. okay. Keep going. Uh, Keep going. Okay, we got the three seed versus six seed. The three seed who has the home court is Space Jam, <laughs> versus the six seed of Cool Runnings. <laughs> Which Hey man, come on. Stop it. I love Cool Runnings. <laughs> it was a great movie. You know what I'm saying? By a Jamaican boss that team. And uh but I ain't man, come on man. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a Jordan fan. You gotta go you gotta go face down. Space Jam. All right, so the one, two, and three And seeds. these are underdog movies, so that was Jordan and the Looney Tunes versus... Monstars. Monstars. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> the underdogs. They had Jordan, but they yeah. were still the underdogs going in and playing the Monstars. <laughs> I believe I can fly. 
I got to get you on the mass singer. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the one seed, the two seed, and the three seed have all held court. Let's okay. see the four seed versus the five seed. Four seed, we have the Mighty Ducks versus the fifth seed, White Man Can't Jump. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Do you hear the music? Yeah. Yep. Do you hear the music? You don't hear them. You don't hear them. White Man Can't Jump. You, Do you don't hear them. <laughs> Oh man, you know, uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm a basketball guy, and I love. I love White Man Can't Jump, but I gotta say, I'm gonna give the best movie. So it's gonna have to go to Mighty Ducks. No, no way! No. Now that is Mighty. a true. I'll tell you what: the champ is a true film aficionado. He is a true because that is true. the normal route would easily be white man can't jump but the champ yeah. took the tougher choice which was mighty ducks i i i the utmost respect two-time champ <laughs> the utmost respect for that pick. well i'm gonna tell you this i bet you the mighty ducks was probably a bigger big office than white man can't jump wasn't it you might be right kyle can no, you it's check not, that it's not even might it, it was 100 yeah let's yeah. check that yeah i mean look an nhl team came from the mighty ducks that, that, is, that is true okay champ yeah. so we are on to the next round we've got the one seed that is advanced. That is Rocky versus the four seed. And that is Hoosiers. Rocky versus Hoosiers. Who is advancing to the finals? Rockies. Rocky. Yeah. All right. Rocky. Rocky. So Rocky held held home court easily. And again, we're talking underdog movies. Yep. This is the best underdog yep. movie. Okay, so the other semifinal, we have the number two seed Space Jam versus the number three seed Mighty Ducks. Oh, uh, Mighty Ducks gonna have the nod on that one. Mighty Ducks over Jordan. No, he's saying he's yeah. saying they go. Wait, which which one advanced? Mighty Ducks. Wow! Huge. What the the fly, wow. the flying V prevails. Quack 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 quack. quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. What were the box offices? So. White Man Can't Jump did $90.8 million, and what Mighty Ducks do? 50. 50. Yeah. Wow. Really? So White Man Can't yeah. Jump did $40 million more. Is it, is wow. That inter, is that international? Yeah. Whoa. That's amazing. Whoa. All right. Well, That's it. That is interesting. Okay. I forgot. You know, you got to think about Wesley, Wesley Snipes, though, man. You know, he oh, he was as big as it gets And Woody Harrelson. Yeah, as big as it gets. And Woody, okay. and Woody Harrelson. You know, that was in, it was in his prime there. Yep. So before we go to the finals, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to put you in the Hey Pal penalty box. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You just answer the first thing that comes to mind. Favorite superhero? Superman. Superman. Did you have any superstitions as a player? Uh, yes and no. Yeah, I kind of did. What were they? Um, You know, I always try to get um, a nap before the games and uh, the pre the meal a certain time before the games, such and such, you know. Okay. As a fan of the Cubs, did you have any superstitions? Um, uh, kind of somewhat though. Like it depends on who we playing at the times so though. If I move on, if I if I didn't start the game immediately, I couldn't turn it on. <laughs> right, right. I get you. I get you. 
Um, like, I used yeah. to have to take my dog for a walk when the Phillies game started. It was, like, the weirdest thing ever. Um, favorite comedy of yeah. all time? Oh. Favorite comedy of all time? Maybe Hall of Nights. Ooh, that's a great one. And if you weren't an NBA basketball player, what would you have been for a career? Man, you know, I used to, I used to say a stockbroker. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was something about you know saying just just uh, that that competitive grind and you and Eric trying to trying to sell and buy stocks and make trades and stuff that had me like locked in, quick money. Well, <laughs> you, you you got a little bit about that now because you're the owner of a professional basketball team, right? And you're wearing the hat right there, the the New Zealand Breakers. Yeah, I'm part owner. Yes, sir. So you're kind of you're kind of involved in that process, which is pretty awesome. Um, all right, well, that's yeah. it. You're out of the PayPal penalty box, and now it's time. Now it's time, Davo. For the finals. For the, for the two-time. The two-time, two-time champ. champ playoff seeding. Is deciding the finals champion here in our playoff seeding. We've got the one seed, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky. Yo, Adrian. Versus the number three seed, Emilio Estevez, <laughs> and Mighty Ducks champ. Who is winning the finals? Rockies. Wow. wow. <laughs> Rocky, by the way, this was a one seed that held home court all the way through. It wasn't even a it wasn't even a question. That was big. Rocky. That, that was big. No. He had some he had some definite upsets in there for sure. Definite upsets, but Rocky Rocky prevailed. Is uh is is Rocky how many times have you seen Rocky? Is it one of those rewatchable ones for you? Oh my God! I mean, how many times have you not seen it though? Like, yeah, it's awesome. His story, his true story. You know, I think uh, it it just it just it makes you think about Philly all the time because uh, you know his statue. It's just something about it though. Like, his yeah, triumph of him being a being a basically a, a, a what is it? He's a, a what the he's a what is it? A, um, a collector, like a, the bodyguard collector. Whatever they say, whatever he was, he was around beating up people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then they said, "Forget, it, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to box." You know and and being poor and broke, man, and seeing how he just escalated his career and how he got in there and got hungry, it was just that drive. You know, it was just it makes you think of how, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times people people talk about what people have and don't have, but you put that hard work in anything you do and you keep believing in yourself and just leaving it out there, man, and things gonna happen for you. Yep. Yep. Really well said, champ. Two time champ. Two time champ, Davo. Two time. Two time. <laughs> Champ, I really appreciate you taking the time with us. Um, I know we talked about it, and, and you know you were like, I'm done with these podcasts, but I'm doing one for you, Davo. So <laughs> it, it means a lot. We're very appreciative here at the Hey Pal Podcast, and uh, I can't thank you enough, brother. A salute, guys. Thank you. Good job. Have yeah. fun. All right, brother. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Champ. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Stay safe, baby. Amazing. Right. Later. My guy. Our pal. Our guy now. Our pal. Right? He's our get, pal. Yeah, he's our pal. Yeah, the Matrix. The Matrix. The champ. Yeah. The two the two time. I know. The two the two time. That was that was pretty cool that Mighty Ducks made it so far. I mean, that obviously held a special place in his heart, that movie, because he had a, a very tough time going against the Mighty Ducks. So that was awesome. I mean, they played face off against Jordan and Space Jam. Yeah. And he snap answered that. They beat he MJ. He was just like Mighty Ducks. Yep. They beat MJ. I mean, that's crazy. Well, what would you pick there? You're going, um, you're going Space Jam, right? No, I'm going Mighty Ducks. What? Yeah. Kyle, what are you going with? I'm going Mighty Ducks. I'm just in the minority here? Yeah, I mean... How do you go over Michael Jordan, the greatest athlete in the, our, our, like we were all fans of? A Mighty Ju- Ducks is just a great 
it's a great story. But and, he's playing with Bugs Bunny. You know, I, I know, and that's that's revolutionary. <laughs> that's revolutionary. Thanks, Dave. But, okay. Um, you know, Mighty Ducks. Look, they ended up creating an NHL team after that. I mean, how and, awesome is that? And you know what we ended up creating? A bet. We did you are going to have to pay up. And, and well, you're probably going to have to pay uh, up. You're definitely paying it up, yeah. not me. The difference yeah. is we're going to have to find a cheerleading outfit for me where you just have them in your closet. And that's a, <laughs> that's a whole other show. We'll see you next time, yeah, guys, we'll, on the Hey Bell right, Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. Hey Pal is a production of iHeartRadio, Common Enemy, and Tenderfoot TV. Hosted by Jared Einson and Dave Osico. Producer is Kyle Tequila. Executive producer for iHeartRadio is Sean Titone. Executive producers for Tenderfoot TV are Donald Albright and Payne Lindsay. Catch new episodes of Hey Pal every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to rate us five stars, share it with your friends, and subscribe. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.